All right. You're listening to the Old Time Radio Show. We're back here with our pal Robert Crumb. What's up? Well, we're here on a hot day in my office. Yeah. With my magnificent record collection. When you say uh, your office, I just want to point out it's not like most people think of when they say (laughs) office. Granted, it is your office. My library. It's also a a treasure. Yes. Cave filled with. Don't. All right, I'm not going to tell you. Don't tell them. Yeah, don't tell them. Come here and they'll take it off of They'll steal my records. <laughs> so what are we going to do today? Well, I thought maybe we'd uh, do something a little more exotic today. Yeah. It's like, since I've lived in France, I've accumulated a lot of 78s from North Africa. Hmm. I mean, not a lot, maybe a hundred. That's but a lot. that's over 20 years and finding them one by one at the flea markets. Wow. Because they don't turn up that often. And they're not all great, but there's enough really good ones. It's, it's always exciting to find some from the 20s and 30s. Yeah. So I, I took a look and, uh, you know, pulled out some interesting stuff that the listeners out there might find exciting. I, I think this stuff's great myself. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So it's not I know for so everyone. Little about this kind of music. Yeah. I don't have much exposure to it. It's like North African and other... Arab countries, some of them are kind of pan-Arab. I can't tell what country they're really from. And it hardly ever says anything on the label about where they're from. Hmm. So, and I, I don't know how they marketed this stuff back in the day. So <clears throat> we'll just uh, we'll start with this woman, Habiba Mesica. I actually found a story about her on the Internet in French. Because oh. I mean, you're crossing a cultural barrier here right. when you start trying to investigate this stuff, you know, it's, the Western world, they just don't, you know, they don't look into this too deep, so, but anyway, I found this story about her in French, she was a, a Jewish Tunisian woman, huh. and uh, she sang and danced in, in these uh, cafes in Tunis, huh. and then she got involved with, I guess she was kind of loose, you know, sexually loose, and then she got involved with some prince, and her old boyfriend was so enraged and jealous that he went there and threw oil on her and set her on fire and killed her. Oh she my died God. in 1930. And, and I guess he regretted it or something and tried to put the fire out. And then he also got burned and he died from the oh <laughs> burning God. oil also. It's <laughs> like wor- worse than that movie I sent you. But the, the Jewish woman... He blinds her. Oh, right. Crazy Cra- love. Crazy love. This is definitely a crazy love story. Yeah, so this is Habiba Mesica. Thank you. 
great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> it's on HMV. Yeah. Look at a photo. Habiba Nasika. This came from a flea market. Guess I'm not going to find a copy of that too easily, huh? No. What do you got there? This is a guy named Hossein Salawi. Salawi. Hmm. And this is called uh, Hadi Nasha. Dave Salanui. Yeah, exactly. The chubby Parker of North Africa. And that music was so, uh, you know, uh, it reminded me of, I don't know, either German or something else. Might be a French influence in there. This, this definitely sounds like European melody. It doesn't sound very yeah. Arab. And when do you think that's from? Huh. Incredible. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to tell. There's no lead-in groove, so that makes me believe it's probably still in the 30s. Right. Catchy. Oh, yeah. It's great. Now we're going to hear some really, like, crazy, uh, you know, tent dwellers okay. kind of music here. I'm going to picture that label. Who's this? Yeah, this is some this is some real, like, crazy stuff. Scary. This is Sheikh Mohammed Uld Jalul. All right. Hey, 
أحر مقبتي والنوم ما حلاف اللمة أنا قلبي بقراوح مهول بلاق منا ينتبع اللي قسح مهول العشق طفاح يا ما عرفوش لقلبي يتلوش الملح راحوا بحليم راحوا يا نبكي دمعي حملة على خدودي التينة يا بي يا كهل الجلال عقل ليها جلا ما رسلت لي رسلا ولا خبرك قبيلا مزينها طفلة علي النسيم فادلة عيشاته متعلى بحال عرب النخيل يا ونحي اسم بالجملة ديتهم كاملة الخادة حمر السلة يا الورد والياكل يا تاتر الشيب مركاه قطرو ديسان يا مذرور بلا حمان برد بأوحاح اللون ذهب شباح يطلع اسمك الفجرة يا باقي الصباح يا ناس العشق رواح uh, I think that music was starting to hypnotize me. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> you want to mess with those guys, though. Yeah. Who's this? This is another kind of wild desert tent dwelling type people. This is Rais Lahusin Ajarar and his orchestra. That's it says on the label. This is a cheap cardboard record produced in France in probably about 1930. Really? That's cardboard? Medina label. Yeah, it's wow. cardboard with shellac coating. They made a lot of really crappy 78s in France in those days. They tried everything. They tried shellac-coated cardboard. But if it gets wet, that's it. It's it's ruined. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> they also made like records out of celluloid that are really that just warped. They're no good anymore. Just to save money. Just to see what, what they shame. could do experiments to see about you know yeah. selling, making cheap records. Guess so. they weren't really thinking about a hundred years later if they were no. still going to be around. I found a couple of these Medinas, they're great, but the surface is kind of crappy. <laughs> that last one was Algerian, this is probably also Algerian. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
Wow, that was great. Yeah. Too bad the surface is so crappy. Yeah, jeez. <coughs> As you said, that was like uh, short buckle rock or something <laughs> like that. Short buckle rock. Do you have any idea like what that kind of like percussive th thing was? It well, sounds like he's hitting like glass or something. Yeah, somebody told me they had these. That's your Roger Catans. They had these things to hold in their hand. That was a stick with, with two like uh, metal things on the end, like bell type things on the end, and they would shake yeah, it and yeah. hit them together. That makes sense. Kinda. Yeah. Sticks, two things on the end. Huh. Let's listen to this Boussiphone record. Boussiphone. The Boussiphone okay. label. It's also Algerian. This is Raïs Moulet Saïd. Du Chichua. Hmm. It was also a cheaply made record. It was made in France for Algerian market in the 30s. Like there's no lead-in area at all. It's the groove oh, yes. starts right at the edge. Huh. Listen to something like that, or the same with that in a lot of the Indian music, how improvised it is, and how much they're following a melody. I can't, it's really hard to tell. Yeah, well, it's very uh, exotic and foreign to our ears, it but is, it, it yeah. kind of sounds like they have the same kind of melodic theme going over and over. But are they improvising off of that, I or think they is must it all? Be. I think you know, they had a tradition of that. But then you wonder if they would say that about an American jazz band. It would just sound so crazy to them. They would say they have to be improvising. You know, that stuff was like highly, highly thought out. No idea what they'd think of that. What they think of American jazz. I don't know. 
I mean, that's a, obviously it sounds a little improvised to me, and yeah, it sounds yeah. you know similar to like even like the music. Uh, there's a couple places still do it, but you'd hear in the windows of the Indian restaurants in New York, you know, yeah, right, playing these string instruments. And yeah, the traditions are so different from the West. It's really hard for yeah, us it's to hard know. to say. Hard for us to know. And to my like crude, you know, lack of understanding of this music completely. I'd say that like sounds Egyptian, you know, like you were saying. Yeah. Possibly, right? It's, it's hard it's to say. It's kind of pan North African that Agap Kanuni. I don't know. It could be any Tunisian, Egyptian. I don't know. Who knows? It's beautiful. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was recorded in Paris. I don't think Perfectophone ever did any recording outside of Paris. Beautiful, beautiful music. Oh, yeah, it's great. I want to find more, but it's like looking for race records in the United States, you know. I'm lucky if you have one you run across. And, yeah. Okay, here's a, another female singer named Fritna, Fritna Darman. Hmm. And uh, I think this is Tunisian. It's an Odeon that has a crescent moon and a star on the label. Oh, I've, ne I've never seen that. Someone told me that's Tunisian. Odeon's a German company. They're all over the place. Odeon's yeah. all over. All over the world. lead instrument was on there an accordion or an organ or a uh, harmonium or something I yeah, don't know. you said harmonium and that you know sounds close but who knows right yeah. I have no idea who knows 
I have a couple other Tunisian records with that instrument on them also. I don't know what that is. I was just asking you about, uh, you know, to me, again, with, you know, limited uh, exposure, this sounds very much, well, not very much, but similar to like some Turkish records that I got, a lot of stuff I got from you, some uh, Indian stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's close, right? I mean, it's, well, it's definitely... You know, as, you, as you move across the earth, you know, his music's kind of, you get, it's a graduation from one style or one yeah. thing to another, you know, and, and you know. I guess in the, in the same way that like some Irish fiddler sounded like American country music, but not yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's like the Celtic thing, you know, right. and that kind of gradually blends to the, to the Teutonic thing when you go to like. Germany, Switzerland, and then you go into southern Switzerland, it starts to sound a little Italian. Right. Then, you know, you get the Italian peninsula. As you go south, it starts to sound more exotic. And then, you know, or Spain, you know, it's the same thing. You go south in Spain, it starts to sound more Arab, hmm. you know, and then you cross Africa. Because since the Arabs and Muslims spread all across North Africa a long time ago, so all that music is very similar all across North Africa. Mm -hmm. I've never found any Libyan 70s. So I don't know if they even made any in there in the old days. I have no mm -hmm. idea. You know, Moroccan, Algerian, Tunisian, Egyptian. Never seen anything Libyan. Huh, I don't know what the deal was there. And then, you know, you get into the, the Arabian subcontinent, you know, and it's all very similar. Then you get to, like... Uh, Afghanistan, Pakistan, it starts to sound some cross between Arab and Indian. Hmm. And then even in India, there's some stuff that's Muslim Indian, which has a little bit of Arab sound and, you know, some traditional Indian sound blended together, you know. And you get to Southeast Asia, start to go toward, you know, Burma and those countries, then you get a sense that's a little bit Indian and it's a little bit like Asian or, you know, Far Eastern sounding, you know. You get to Vietnam and all that starts to sound much more Far Eastern, more of a little bit of a Chinese sound. It's funny about that, you know. One thing kind of blends into another. Yeah, yeah. And some places are really interesting, like Greece. It's kind of a crossroads of so many different styles of music. So there's all this incredible styles in Greece that are all great, all interesting. Rembetic is not, by far, not the only interesting music of Greece. Hmm. Lots of different regional styles there, and and then there's the Jewish thing, because for some reason Jews tend to tended to drift into entertainment, showbiz all over the place. They had these Jewish women singers and Jewish musicians who were, take part in all these different ethnic kinds of music in that region of, you know, the Balkans and Greece and and Turkey and North Africa. Like that Mesika, that first one we listened to, the Jewish yeah, woman, right. you know. There's others like that. A couple other interesting Jewish North African women singers. And sometimes you don't even know what they are. You know, if they're yeah. Jewish or not, can't tell. So, <clears throat> next I'm going to listen to another really wild, crazy group called uh, Raiz Mohammed Ben Lassen. And it says on the label, his nickname is Sasbo. <laughs> Sasbo, Sasbo.
Really deep. Yeah. Really great. <clears throat> this one's, according to the label, it's from Aden or Aden, which is in uh, Yemen, on the Jafferphone label. It's a guy named Mohammed A. R. Makawi. Every other guy in this area is called Mohammed. Right, right. This is kind of that Arab blues, this record. Oh, cool. <laughs> Fantastic. And you were saying that I was the blind Willie McTell of uh, North yeah. Africa. And I had no idea what he's singing about. Maybe he's singing about like broke down engine or Could something. Be. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you know, I, I was I was actually thinking about what you said earlier. Listening to that record, like, are they improvising? Or, and then, like, I started to really listen to it, and it sounded to me like similar to like a blind Willie McTell or King Solomon Hill, probably you know never played the tune exactly the same way twice. Right. Especially like a King Solomon Hill, a guy who's playing slide, and yeah. you know he's obviously got his way that he plays, and he's got his themes. He knows he's going to hit him in certain places, but then it could be, uh, you know, it just takes a takes a break and plays a little different each time, whenever right. he feels like it. This one seemed to definitely oh, again, have a specific all, melody. Speculation with, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah but still, there, there's a lot of parts there where you're, you know, wondering, did he ever play that the same way twice? You know, right. But who knows? It's hard to tell without 
being able to follow the story too. It could be such a um, an, an in-depth story that. Well, that was part one. The other side is part two. <laughs> <laughs> it's high water everywhere. That's right. So who knows? You know that was never played the same way twice. Right. That's right. He didn't even play it the same way on e either side of the record. Yeah, totally different tempo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so. But Jaffer phone, you know, from in Yemen, it was. According to this label, when you look close at it, it says made in England. And, I mean, who knows how long this label lasted, how many issues there were of, and, of Yemen music. For, this is like probably from the mid-30s. And you were saying, you know, that you thought that he was probably playing the instrument just because it was so tight with the voice. Yeah. Which I agreed with. It. Yeah, I, I couldn't like imagine it. you playing that way with, without, you know, being able to sing along to your own self. And then at one point, there's another guy shouting... So yeah. who the hell knows? Yeah, who knows that? Because it, that might have been the announcer at the beginning. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. No idea. Might Maybe have been he told musician. them, like, minute left, one minute left. Maybe so, yeah. <laughs> Finish up. He's the engineer. <laughs> Running out of time. It was interesting. I, I told you, um, I was listening to records that this guy, Ara, who's a collector, uh, who specializes in... Uh, records from like the Black Sea era, you know, but the thing was he spoke the language and he could tell you exactly what the song was about, exactly what they were saying. And really? Wow. Yeah, it was really interesting. Boy, I envy that. Yeah, Jeez. really interesting. And he could also, he knew so much about the history of the music, he could tell exactly what instruments and, you know, just every, so every detail. what countries are we it. talking about here? What's that? Like Bulgaria? What, what, Black Sea, what is that? I don't know. I mean, you know, I, Georgia? Wow, well, that's a lot. Some of that Soviet Union or was. Yeah, I was. I, you know, it's an interesting area of music. Yeah, like Uzbekistan, places like that. I guess Azerbaijan. So. We'd have to ask you know, who we have here. This woman's name is Akhir Mezrahi. Mezrahi might be also a Jewish name. So. Her 
Nah. <laughs> Frightening. This is a <clears throat> this is an instrumental. By Sami Shawa and Ali Rashidi. Huh. It's a green label Columbia? Yeah. Now what's that listed as the ethnic uh doesn't it's really hard to say. say. Just stylistically it seems North African. Yeah. if at the end there he said something like and now I take solo thank you Sammy and Ali yeah it was great <laughs> deep you know it's like I, I don't know what um, exactly I expected when you said you're gonna play North African records but I can honestly say that I had no idea what it was they would sound like this you know yeah I thought it would be more like the you know I have a few like African 78 some stuff you huh. sound more of like singing hmm. and drumming and there's some huh. good stuff, some interesting stuff. Well, it's, you know, the, it's Arab well, it's, and, it's and Southern Africa. Right, Sub-Saharan Africa is a whole different thing. Yeah. You know, this is the Arab world. Yeah, this is know. Arab, yeah. And you know, at one time there was the Ottoman Northern Empire. Africa is all, you know, Arab. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's not black African at all. No. It's all Arab peoples. And you know, within that there's a big variety. There's there's some people there the, uh, that are not Muslims at all. They belong to other weird, older religions and stuff. That, so, 
But I, am I wrong just on this pretty much first exposure to say that even this music has a little bit of like Afri more rhythm that's African in it possibly than like some of the other like you know Turkish records I have and Indian stuff like I'm not you know I'm certainly uh, well, Indian little. stuff can be very rhythmic also. It's, yeah, it's true. Know, it's, yeah. You get into those hot climates. People get more rhythmic, yeah. you know. <laughs> Into yeah. the cold climates, they become I less I danced rhythmic. up here today. It was 92 degrees. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. Even within the Turkish thing, which is more northern, you know, Turkey gets cold in the winter. Yeah. There, because of, of the Ottoman thing in Istanbul having been the center of the Ottoman Empire, you had a kind of court music and art music that's, that's not very rhythmic and gets very arty. Hmm. So you have these singers that are pyrotechnic vocalists, which are not very interesting. Yeah, I've heard I, some of these. I've come across some yeah, and discarded you, them. You've gone through those, yeah. yeah. The, you know, I call them moaners, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah. That's not very interesting to me. No. And so the North African stuff tends to be kind of a little more backwater than that because it was like the, the backwater of the Ottoman Empire. Yeah, more you know? rural. Yeah, it's kind of more funky. And I don't know. Is but even the... within the Turkish thing, though, you get to regional Turkish music and get some incredible stuff. You know? Yeah. And then you, towards Greece, then it becomes like kind of you get an influence from... The, the Greek thing, and I don't know, it's, you know, but a lot of that, the Turkish art music's not that interesting. I've gone through a lot of it, you know, in the old 78s. There was a lot of it recorded, tons of it was recorded. But then I, I, I found some good ones, and you actually sent me some amazing ones. Uh, who's that, like, female singer? Uh, Louisa wow. Hanum. Louisa Hanum. Oh, yeah. Oh, my she starts ululating in the middle of the record. <laughs> That's really great. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it, there's good instrumental music, you know, bands later that are really good, Turkish bands I like. Yeah. But I like stuff that's rhythmic, you know. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't realize it until it's gone. That's right. It's the same thing with like uh, these dance orchestras. They have that kind of driving rhythm that grabs you. Or American rhythm section string band type music. Yeah, I don't know what. Again, the so foreign. I don't know what the context of this music is. I don't know what they, you know. I can't even imagine. Yeah. This is uh, Zamuri Said and Taus. <laughs> <laughs>
ما يخشي شيخ الخال الفضع كسوق الحفن شاكرنا وتلقطع لك تبلغ الاغرام يخفي وقريبك ينفاق يخشي شيخ heavy so I should say um, I always forget to do these IDs but you're listening to John's old time radio show tell your friends to uh, sign up for it on uh, iTunes for an automatic download or you can go to eastriverstringband.com where you find all the, uh, the the listings of all the tracks and photos and the label photos that I take and all kinds of other stuff or you might be listening to us on Jalopy Radio, and this morning when I woke up, I happened to put on Jalopy Radio, and they were playing one of our old shows. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was like uh, like six a.m. there. They were doing a marathon of uh, old time radio all day. Huh. So you never know. You never know when you're going to hear this uh, this show on the internet. There's many different ways to hear it. And uh, back to North Africa. What do you got there? Well, I think this will be the last one of the... This is the last one? Okay, yeah. well, thanks for doing this. Wow, this was like a, a mind-blowing experience for me. My first... Uh, I went through a couple phases. My first uh, reaction was shock. My next reaction was, you cannot start collecting North African records. And there was a couple <laughs> other stages, and then the final one is, you must start collecting North African records. <laughs> well, so I'll, I'll just say... Goes. I'll check back with you. Right, I'll just say good luck. That's what they told me about blues uh, and obscure country, and what they didn't realize is I'm on the job. That's right. You are, John. It's true. You're very persistent that way. So what do we got here? This is Ethiopian. It's my only Ethiopian 78. Oh, really? Wow. And it's apparently from the 1950s. Really? In the 1950s? Okay. Yeah. It's is called the, Patriot, the Patriot Association Orchestra. Oh, wow. Thanks for doing it. My pleasure. 